0: See fit, yes, Thank you. Appreciate you, brother. Love y'all. I you too. Fixing dropped the hammer on you, but I do love you. Uh, this mess has been beating on me for weeks. Um I've been thinking about that, that drama. But we go back to Ramona, she started talking about Mary and how no matter what Jesus went through, Jesus was still her son. Amen. This morning we're gonna talk about James and we all, I mean, y'all know that God's got the power to break all chains. Amen. Amen. Come on. Amen. 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 I ask y'all believe it. Does Amen. everybody believe that he's got the power? Come on, brother. We're going to talk about what the problem is this morning. Uh, can, can everybody, can, can y'all, the whole congregation, I know we're depressed today. And I don't want to get on this subject. But we're here to serve God. Come on. Come, on. Say, Come on. say, Roll, Jesus, roll. Roll, <laughs> roll Jesus, roll. roll. Let's get our minds off what happened last night. That's Come the on. past. Can't do anything about it. Come on. God's still on the throne. Everybody. Roll, Jesus, roll. That's it. Come on. We're here for Jesus, we're here for the Lord. <laughs> we're here, hopefully, that we will make a change in our life and we'll leave better and different than we came in. That's it. I thought about these chains, I thought about the power that God has to remove chains and break chains, and I thought about us as Christians. You know, a lot of times, a relationship is two people. Come on. Okay? And I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're talking about a marital relationship being 50-50. A a relationship should be 80-20 think about this, if both people give 80% and expect 20%, what a great relationship that would be. We always pray and we ask God, and and what's amazing about this church, and don't ever change, man, is the traffic that comes to this altar. And I thought about us praying that God would break chains and all. Amen. whenever we come up here and we pray, are we praying about the same old thing, the same old problem every time we come? come on, or is each person coming down here praying about something new? A new a new person that they're running to it's lost. Or a new situation's coming up in their life. If you're here today and you come and pray, and you come and pray about the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, I'm talking to you today. Because a lot of times we don't, y'all all agree that God's got the power to break chains. Right? He's not the problem. We're the problem. That's it. We're this half of the relationship. Us is the problem. A lot of times we blame things on the devil, and then we and we, we ask God for things. But a lot of times it's us. And I've preached this message to myself, and I've been in a a little valley. I talked with Brother Ashley about it. It's one of those valleys that's not real deep, it's not life or death, it's just a, a valley where you're just dragging along, and um, like you got a wet blanket on you or something. And I try to figure out what it is, um, and I pray about it, and it's something just with me, um, and, and it's, a, it's a situation where I want to get out of, nothing major, nothing bad, it's just one of those low times. And uh, I haven't done myself, you know, I'm already cut up, loud, fun and all. And I miss y'all. My my job now is taking me where I I can't be here as much as I want to be. And I I miss y'all. That's just a sadness because I love my church. I love y'all. And uh, and I like being here. We're going to talk about Nazareth, the city of Nazareth. And I want us today here in Goshen Valley to stop living in Nazareth. Get out of Nazareth, okay? And what I'm talking about is... Whenever in John, the book of John, one forty-six, Philip is talking to Nathaniel, and he said he's excited, very excited, and he said we have in forty-five, one forty-five, it says um, Philip found the and said to him, "We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote." So they finally run into the one that the whole Old Testament talked about. Philip found him. It's Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, son of Joseph. He's all excited and happy. Nathaniel comes back in 46 and said, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Come on. Now, why why would he say something like that? Well, you know, God will break all the chains. So this, right, this scripture here tells me that Jesus, God, is not the problem. Nazareth is the problem. Okay? What good comes out of Nazareth? Okay? In Nazareth, let me tell you a little bit about Nazareth. Nazareth. I, I've studied on it. And Nazareth had a just a bad reputation. It was a city in northern Galilee that was had a, a big city. It was a like a suburb of a big city. Uh, Sephorus was the big city. And Herod had made that city the capital. It had been torn down because of battles and ruins and all, and they rebuilding it. And uh, it took, and Jesus and Joseph were carpenters, okay? Architects, carpenters. And that was their job. That was their profession. And Jesus worked out in the secular world, contracting and, and giving, giving bids on, uh, on jobs and working on jobs he did that six times more than he ministered ministered three years rest of his life he was a carpenter learning trade joseph took him in under his wing joseph was like his stepdad because god was his father Amen. G- joseph was his stepdad he was a good stepdad he taught jesus a lot of things about this building working um good things he was a good man um Nazareth had this stigma because what had happened, they were actually, uh, they were royalty. These people were royalty and they'd been captured and they'd been put in this town. And from being royalty, they lost their prestige. They were now workers, work with their hands. They farmed, they carpentered, they done all kind of work and they worked with their hands. Well that's, years ago, I went to a psychiatrist in my life, Um, had a nervous breakdown when I saw a psychiatrist and uh the psychiatrist told me said you can lose all the money in the world and you can lose loved ones you can lose people the best but the one thing that'll affect you mentally more than anything is losing prestige. Come on. Or that you walk in a restaurant, everybody knows you and they speak and, and uh, buy you lunch and people respect you when you lose all that that's the worst thing in the world you can lose well these people in Nazareth had lost that, they were royalty and now they were just workers uh, lost whatever was special to them, but they existed they worked and carried on now this town of Nazareth is where Joseph and Mary come from I want y'all to imagine this And really to set up why Nazarenes are like they are and why that Nathanael said what good can come from Nazareth I want us to look at ourselves and 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 I guess put ourselves in Nazareth's shoes. Because we there's chains that we need to break. But what we gotta do is we gotta we gotta understand that that we're not what the world says we are. We're not what we think about ourselves. Um, every young girl that is 12 to 15 stand up. Okay. Now all these girls live in Nazareth. Okay, Mary came from Nazareth. They live in Nazareth. What would happen if one of these young girls got pregnant and with a child? Think about that. Amen. Come on. And what if these young girls said, "Mama, Daddy, I've, I've never been with anybody." I've never been with anybody. they pregnant. What would people think about this situation? Come on, now. What did Mary go through? Come on. Think about it. How would that make you look at yourself when you go to Walmart and everybody looked at you a certain way and said, they're a liar. That girl's lying. She's she's not pure. They're crazy trying to make us believe that God... Got her this way. Got her pregnant. How do you think for that community, what if it happened in Goshen? What if people talk about Goshen and say, man, did y'all hear about that church down there? There's a girl down there that's going to have a baby since she's never been with nobody. They're crazy. That whole bunch is crazy. Come on. Y'all sit down. That's what Mary went through. I'm trying to get you understand what people of Nazareth, their mindset was. And then you got Joseph a stepdad who stayed with Mary. He stays with her, he loves her, and he believes her. And the reason they knew is because the an angel come to them. Gabriel come to them and told them what was going to happen. They had faith in God and that they, they kept their course. They kept serving God. You got a city of Nazareth. There's a young girl here in this city that says she's never been with anybody more traveled because it took Joseph and Jesus a day's walk to get to the where they worked. They worked in the city. They go in the city and work. They worked on Herod's home, his administrative buildings. That's what they did. They were they were the carpenters. Also, there was a big amphitheater in the and it, it saved about four thousand people. And it's where they done skits, dramas. Um, there was a there was a stage that's 156 feet wide and 27 feet deep. They built that. It's what Jesus did. He worked every day, out the cold, probably hands chapped, uh, calloused. He was, he was a worker. The same of the world was a worker, and he lived in Nazareth. Nazareth was a city um, in a valley, and it, it it come up in the middle where the city was, and it was up high in the middle like a, what's those cake pans you make that's upside down? It goes down and comes up. That's the way that uh, Nazareth was. Well... The spirit came to Nazareth, and uh, it talked to Mary in the form of Gabriel. Um, but what? Y'all pray for me, please. Amen. Come, Come on. There's things that we got to do to break the chains. Well We've got to break our chains. You know, sometimes there's chains that won't break. I was talking to Robert. I'm glad you said what you did, Robert. Robert's got a chain on I've always noticed it. always happened. I thought about it when I was talking about this message. This chain has a cross on it. And you know what? There's a lot of times that, that God gives us chains like Paul had chains. Come on. Okay, that you can't break. And what do you do with those chains? You just have to wear them. Amen. But you put a cross on and you give God the glory for that chain. So if you're today and you have chains, and we all know that God can break those chains, but we, sometimes we need to break our own chains. But sometimes if there's a chain you can't break, you wear it. You put a cross on it give God the glory for that chain. And you keep on going. You don't stop. You don't lay down. <coughs> Mary and Joseph kept on living. They raised Jesus. <coughs> one thing we've got to do is we've got to reject what the world says about us. Mary and Joseph had to reject what the world said about them, what everybody in Sephora said about them. The people had to forget that they were royalty and they had to live their lives. But they were angry and they were ill and they didn't like that. And when Jesus came back to them, when Jesus came back, what they did, he came back and it to them. And I'll tell you what he said to them. And this is, this is why... Jesus come back to Nazareth. That's after he started his ministry. He worked there. He had been part of them. Um, Come back to these people. And in Luke 4, 24, then he said, Assuredly, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. Come on. No prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you truly, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah. When the heavens were shut up for three years and six months. Now, I know the story of Elijah where it was a drought, a famine. And there was a lot of people in, the, in, the, in Israel, northern Galilee, that were hungry and without. But Elijah didn't come to them. It said, When the heavens were shut up for three years and six months, there was a great famine throughout all the land. But to none of them was Elijah sin except to Zephirath. In the region of Sidon, to a woman who was a widow. You remember the story of him going to the widow, and she uh, she kept getting food, and just kept on feeding, kept on feeding. She's out gathering sticks, you know, and to build a fire and cook her and her son some food. Her son died. Elijah brought him back, but Jesus was telling him, said he didn't come to y'all, he didn't come to Nazareth, he went there. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elijah the prophet. None of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. So all those in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath. They got mad. Come on. He was telling them like it was. He was telling the people of Nazareth like it was. They were a bitter people. Um, They wouldn't break their chains. They didn't accept where they were, uh, and they were unhappy, and they didn't accept that, and they never broke their own chains. And they rose up and thrust him out of the city and led him to the brow of the hill. Remember I told you the city's up high, so it was a high cliff. Um, and they took him to the brow of the hill their the city where the city was built that they might throw him over the cliff. They're going to take Savior Jesus who grew up there and they knew him. He was a carpenter in the city. They were going to throw him off the cliff because they was upset. But a couple of things we've got to do is we've got to reject what the world says about us. No matter where you've been or what you've done, quit letting the devil throw it back up to you. Come on. Break that chain. Amen. Amen. You can break that chain.
1: Amen. Bless
0: you. you can break that chain. Whatever you've done, nothing's too bad for God to fix. He's got the power. We just got to realize what we got in us, and we've got the power. We have to break that chain. We got to let that go. Come on, man. forgive yourself. Amen. Forgive yourself. When you come up here and you pray, and then you go back the same way, you've got to break the chain and change and be different. You know, I think, and I hate to say this, I think we we brag about our church being full and all the seats being full that we're comfortable. Come on, we're fixing to get a new building. It's not going to be this full. We've got to keep working, people. Amen. We've got to keep right. working. Amen. And if we if we carry these chains around, there's there's reasons that we're not working for God. We have to break the chains. Amen. Come on. God's willing. It's like His gift. He's willing. There's power, and we know there's power. One thing we've got to realize is that we're royalty. First Peter two and nine is a very good scripture when I'm feeling down. First Peter one uh, two and nine says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of the darkness into his marvelous life. Amen. Amen. We're special, you're special. You're very special to God. He saved you if you'd been on the only person on earth who would have saved you, would have died for you. We gotta realize that we are royalty. And don't let anything that you've done in the past slow you down or keep you from serving God. No. Amen. Don't do that. Another important thing we've got to do, and there's not enough of it here in this church, Is we've got to render to our calling. We've got to render to our calling. No, everybody has a gift. Amen. Everybody in this room has a gift.
2: Amen.
0: Are you using 100% of it? Are you using any of it? Come on. Are you? The Bible says in uh, 1 Peter 4 and 10 as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another. As good stewards of the manifold and grace of God. By God's grace, everybody in this room has been given a gift. Come on. And if people not using their gifts, there's people here not using their gifts. That's the chain you need to break, folks. Amen. Another thing is we need to respect, respect the spirit. Respect the spirit inside of you. And I looked up respect. And you always think about telling the kids to respect their elders. Respect. A lot of times we have to earn their respect. We've got to live a life in front of them where that they see it. Come on, and they come on. That's right. Respect is admired deeply as a result of someone's abilities, qualities, and achievements. As parents, how we live in front of our kids, where that we can be respected. Come
2: on. Amen.
0: Respect the Spirit inside. You know, would, everybody agrees, Bob, that God can do all things, and He lives inside of us. And you know, God deserves our respect, and the Holy Spirit inside deserves our respect. Um, admire deeply as a result of their abilities. What about all the miracles? How I many of y'all believe that Jesus did do miracles? Amen. Last three years of his life, He did all kinds of miracles. That's something to respect. And His qualities. He loved and forgave everybody. The people that beat him, those soaking, those Christmas plays coming up. I hated doing that part last year where I had to beat Will over the back. I hated that. Not not you, but I had the thought of beating Jesus on the back. (laughs) But Jesus loved and forgave those people. He loved and forgave the people that beat him. How many of y'all have been in a fight? Fist fight. What's good? you not violent people. I know you have. I've heard, heard stories about you fighting. But you know, Jesus, I said, well, he got punched in the face. He got a pulled out. He went through a lot. A lot of us have not been in a fish fight. I know Buck hadn't. But <laughs> but he went through that. I mean, a lot of people haven't even been in a fish fight. Well, how many people have been beat with a wheel? <coughs> I, when I was a kid, I got some bad whoopings with everything from pole the, sticks, the belts, the straps. My dad, my dad had a art of whooping, and i probably told you all this before in the past, but he had this drawer that I scared to death of. He was a mechanic, and he would take these leather, leather belts, and he'd make panels out of them. It's like it his hobby. You'd go and open that door, and it'd be a, like a torture chamber or something. There'd be all kinds of belts in there. But we've never been beat like Jesus. Come on, and we come need to respect that because that spirit lives inside of us. The Holy Spirit Amen. is a comforter and it's Jesus living in us and his achievements. What greater achievement than a man would lay down his life for us and voluntarily be sacrificed. What I want y'all to take from this today, and I know it's been scattered. My, my speech coach is wanting to go to Somerville to get Tanner and brought her back to my speech coach. She said, now day don't be running rabbits. Don't be running rabbits. <laughs> stay focused. It's good if you stay focused. Don't to run rabbits. Um, but just don't exist in Christ. Come on. Live Amen. in Christ. Amen. Live. Don't just exist. There. Don't, don't come up here and pray hard out and cry tears. I see tears up there on the altar and tears here. And God will take care of those chains, and he'll break those chains. But there's changes you've got to break. And if there's change that you have, whether it be physical, sickness, or whatever, you wear that change, you put a cross on and give God the glory. Come on. Give God the glory. I'm asking you this morning, how will you sell and give those chains to Jesus? Give those chains to him, and don't take them back with you. And if it's something you're doing over and over and over and over again, it's your balance. That's a weight that's slowing you down. Amen. Lay that chain down. Break that chain. And be productive for God. Don't quit living in, in uh Nazareth. Come on. Quit living in Nazareth. It is so sad if you just keep living in the past or or dragging a chain along when you can break it. So I'm over this. I'm giving it to you, God. Amen. I'm giving it to you, God, where I can serve you and it won't weigh me down. <laughs> I'm watching to come with a song and I'd like y'all to stand up. i want always to ask you to come up here. And I do apologize for the, uh, the scatteringness. But I just I want you to understand that a lot of times we've got to take responsibility for accepting what the world tells us. Christianity in our country is getting beat down where we're cowards. Come on, we're afraid to step up and say something for Jesus. Our rights have been taken away from us. But if you offend another religion, you'll go to jail or you'll be scorned or you'll be looked down on. There's religions we can't say anything about. But yet we can be talked about. We're royalty, y'all. We need to be proud. Stick our chest out. Don't be ashamed of Jesus and don't let whatever chain that you have keep you bound. I'm going to break those chains. And it, God's willing. He's here. He's Amen. right here. But you know the end part of of what Philip was telling Nathaniel? He said, what good comes out of Nazareth? And I'm asking you, what good comes out of Goshen Valley? Come on. What good? And what Philip come back, and he said, come and see. Come and see. If you'll come up here and you'll break your chains, it's your choice, you break your chains, see what will happen. See what will happen. Hey.
1: i nice.
2: Says, if you worry about what people say, and you don't do what I've asked you to, then it's on you. So many times. And Jesus speaks, Terry talking about that this morning, Lord Our Sunday school. I am so thankful we in the Old Testament. There it is it is so rich. It is so nourishment. But God was ahead of the Israelites. To lead them every day and every day. And, and what we learned today is that by God's direction, He got them through the wilderness. Y'all, we're in the wilderness. We're going to be in the wilderness till we die or till God comes back. We're in the wilderness. Amen. We are in the wilderness. But He's saying, I will provide. I will show. I'll do everything. But you know what? There's a lot of them wandered off in the wilderness. But you want to be that generation that dies in the wilderness? Or you want to be the ones that make it over across the river in the camp? Huh? No. Y'all, there's so much that we could be doing. That we could be doing. And you know what? H- how good does it feel to do something for somebody? I mean, you think about this. When your mind is idle and you're thinking about what I should have done, what I could have done, we're living in regret, right? Living in remorse. And, But when we're out and we're busy and we work and we accomplish things, how much how much freer are we? Y'all, the devil will keep you so busy and you'll be so regretful and so remorseful. And it's like, oh, God said, I love you. Come on, follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Y'all, we got to get out of it. We got it. We're trapped. We chained. We're trapped. And it's so easy just to be free. You know, there's a lot of people say live with no regrets. That's true. I mean, I, I'm 100% behind Live a life of no regrets. It's not, it's not a life about self. It's a life about service. God has called us to be servants. And that's one to another. That 80-20, I really like I mean, you think about that. Every relationship you're involved in, if you're giving 80% and only expecting 20%, you know, it, you'll never be disappointed you not have time to be. You will have the energy to be disappointed. Why? Because you'll be trying to figure out a other way to serve people. God, called. Jesus Christ, come not to be served, but to what? To be a servant. He comes to be a servant. Thank y'all for being here. Let's pray. Dear God, we love you. We praise you. Thank you for this time. Lord, the, the whole service, the start of Sunday school, the words, Lord, that was taught here this morning, Lord, through the ministry of the music, through the ministry of the drama, Lord, thank you so much for the the preached word that was here today. Now, God, I pray as we leave here that we have been strengthened, we have been encouraged, and, Lord, that we have been set free that we may go out into this world to carry the good news of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you so much for this day, the day of celebration to come into your house. Lord, to lift your Son's name up. God, fill every heart, strengthen every heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank y'all for being here. Remember, play practice.